0: Even if you're successful, you have a whole series of burdens that normal people never have to deal with, like corporate taxes, services you have to, you're obligated to provide to your employees, you got benefits, health benefits. Normal people don't deal with that stuff, right? Every entrepreneur has to deal with all that stuff and make 35% less money and work, maybe I'll say at least 50% more. So back to the, six, the one sixth who raised their hand that they're gonna do it, what, what the hell are you thinking? Why would you do that? <laughs> the way I see it, the, the real main reason why most people do it, and also the, the good reason, it's just because you have to. You're not going to work for somebody else.
1: Welcome to the Global Entrepreneurship Week 2017 podcast. I'm your host, Katie DeFiore. In this third and final episode, I'll be taking you through some of the highlights of different events I was able to attend throughout the week. You'll hear pieces of advice from some of the guest speakers, as well as what some of the GEW workshops sounded like. I'm going to take you through the week day by day, starting with the kickoff event, which was Sunday, November 12th. But first, I would like to thank the sponsor for this podcast. Support for this podcast comes from Make It Happen, part of the Entrepreneurship and Innovation Program at the College of Agricultural Sciences. Your ideas matter, so move forward, take a step, make it happen. Learn more on Facebook at PSU Ag Innovation or at www.agsci.psu.edu slash entrepreneur.
2: And so overall, we're targeting not only students, but faculty and community members and just bringing them around the um, three three different points that we want to like um, emphasize start learn and meet so for those who are who haven't started a company it's a great way to just get inspired to take that leap of faith and actually start their first venture for those who are have already started a company and are working towards something there it's more of a place to come and learn from other entrepreneurs who've successfully done something and learn some of the tips and tricks to make their day-to-day better and improve the product, things along that line. And then for everyone who comes, the audience members and everyone, it's it's a chance to meet people around entrepreneurship and just bring that culture together.
1: That was Farabi Samir, the president and creator of Global Entrepreneurship Week Club and the PSECU endowed GEW intern. GEW Club decided to create the Sunday kickoff event for Global Entrepreneurship Week, which was sponsored by Invent Penn State.
2: And it was kind of inspired by um, me and my friend, we went to San Francisco last September, and we went to an event called YC Startup School. So we went there and we saw everyone come around, entrepreneurship and learn a lot from these like famous founders. The founder of Gmail was there, the founder of LinkedIn was there, and the founder of Pinterest was there. And they'd share their tips and lessons from starting their startup. And so we wanted to bring create an event similar to that and we were part of GEW, so we wanted to branch off and create a club and start that Sunday kickoff event.
3: So kids on their own can intuitively play with code and build something. And then they say, like, oh, I, I'm making this game and I really want to like keep track of my score. That's a kid saying, like, I really want to learn about variables. And when in a math class have you heard a kid say like i really want to learn about variables today Um, so i think coding just lends itself well to teaching those problem solving skills
1: that was eli Kariv, a penn state grad and the founder of the coding space he spoke during the sunday kickoff event about lessons learned creating his business teaching coding skills to young students
3: everybody talks about like the importance of failing and failing fast and and all that stuff is like super valuable and i believe in it a lot I think the biggest thing is being comfortable enough with failure that doesn't prevent you from trying. Because I hate failing. Like when I work on something, when I like put a Facebook post out of like the recent blog post that I did and it only gets like 100 views, like I feel awful. I'm not like super comfortable with that feeling. I feel like a loser, I feel like nobody cares. But it, it's, it's not enough fear that I'm not willing to do it again or I'm not willing to post something else or I'm not willing to try something new. So I don't think you have to be like super comfortable with failure But it can't leave you paralyzed, so that you can't do anything.
2: Today, we're going to talk a little bit about how to turn some of these societal problems we see and and we hear about every single day into opportunities ripe for innovation, into opportunities ripe for for entrepreneurship. The world has some big problems. The good news is we're at a point in the world where actually these problems are getting solved and things are getting better. And I'm going to challenge each and every one of you to, to tackle some of those problems.
1: That was Jared Yarnall Shane, another Penn State grad who led a workshop on the Monday of GEW. He had groups of five or six come up with problems we saw in the food realm in the United States. It's mostly fast foods downtown. What do you mean? And downtown stores are more expensive than the ones like further oh. out on Atherton and stuff.
2: First one is the distribution of food is unfair and healthy options are usually expensive.
1: There's limited options in the commons for people with dietary restrictions.
2: Too much food waste from the commons.
1: Not everyone has access to healthy foods. We then brainstormed some solutions to those problems that we saw in the food industry. I would like find a way to mass produce healthy food to make it cheaper. Um, an alternative for high fructose corn syrup that's healthier. Um, sell ugly produce specifically to people who don't care, like a store of literally just ugly stuff. I
2: had to educate population on benefits of investing in healthy food.
1: Deliver
4: foods, like, on demand so that, like, you wouldn't be wasting any food.
1: So for this episode, I'm going to be skipping over Tuesday, not because nothing was happening, but kind of the opposite. Tuesday was an incredible day for me. There were a lot of GEW events I wanted to attend as an entrepreneur myself, so I didn't get any recordings from that day because I wanted to be fully present as an entrepreneur. Tuesday was the day that Aaron Weidman, who was featured in my last episode, spoke. She is such an inspiration to me because she is a successful female entrepreneur and podcaster, and if you haven't yet, definitely go back and listen to her story in episode two.
4: I want, so we started with our joy, and something that we're gonna be looking at a lot today is are the things that make us come alive, that make us feel like us, and then translating that into the businesses that we run and the work that we're trying to do in the world. Sometimes our experiences of delight get lost in the shuffle of feeling stuck. So I also want you to reflect on where is somewhere, business or otherwise, that you felt stuck recently. Share that with your group as you feel comfortable.
1: That was Dana Ray. She ran a workshop on Knowing Your Why on Wednesday during GEW. This workshop was really about digging beneath the surface of what we spend our time doing every day and really understanding what makes us feel most like ourselves. Asking these kinds of questions leads to finding out the why behind who we are and what we do with our lives.
4: The intention for this gathering today is to look at a tool, your why, Um, As this motivating source for you that can hold true through every different variation of stuckness that you're going to encounter personally professionally this is a um, a story that is going to hold true about you in all of these different environments and We're going to be working some together and some on our own to identify the pieces that go into that story. Our experience of our life Those delight places and those stuck places can tell us a lot about who we are and how we're going to do the businesses that we're going to
0: run. The really tough thing about being on your own is that you swing, it's like a pendulum swinging back and forth. And when you you don't have enough work coming in, which is pretty much the whole time when you're starting, you don't have enough revenue, you don't have enough business, nobody wants to talk to you, nobody likes you, you know, they're just... People ignore you, you go to a trade show and nobody want, they look at your name tag and they've never heard of it and they don't want to talk to you. And so you're at that extreme for a lot of the time. But then on the occasions where you actually are growing and and things are going really well, you don't have the capacity to keep up. And so then you're working extra hard and, um, and it's very challenging because you don't have the capacity. You're literally out of your league in various ways. And it's kind of like you're just swinging between those pendulums all the time.
1: That was Jeremy Frank, owner and co-founder of State College business KCF Technologies. His business is all about finding and avoiding problems with different machinery. On Thursday, the last day of Global Entrepreneurship Week, he spoke about the frank reality of doing a startup.
0: The frank reality is when I started this company in 2000, nobody really cared. Like there wasn't anybody in the business community encouraging it. There wasn't people within, there weren't people within Penn State encouraging it really. And there were some people discouraging it actively on things like conflict of interest and licensing technology and stuff like that. And um, something like LaunchBox and New Leaf, it just didn't exist at all. So I would just feel a little bit of gratitude for that. I'm very aware of the difference and I think it's a wonderful thing.
1: Thanks for joining me in this episode of the Global Entrepreneurship Week podcast. This is the last episode in this year's coverage of GEW. I hope you've enjoyed getting an inside look into the week-long event that has helped so many innovative people connect.